0: Welcome. We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the healer. Get your Bible, get a notepad and take note of things that God would say to you. I would say this, bring your faith because when you're expecting, you hear something. Amen. Um, we've been ministering on the topic called following the Holy Spirit. And how many of you know, he is the divine genius within, and he is worthy of being followed because he takes the mind of God and he makes it known what the will of God is for us. And he unfolds things to us. And, uh, the better we follow him, the greater, the greater the degree of success we'll enjoy. Right. Amen. Amen. So, um, it is our privilege to follow him. Yes. Yes. Uh, many times in, until we're taught, many believers don't even know to follow their spirit. Right. Yeah. They don't even know what it means to follow their right. spirit. Yeah. They just think that if they have a strong feeling about something, that it's God. Well, we need to clarify and have a good working knowledge, skillful knowledge with the Word of God about what following the Spirit looks like. And we've been taking many episodes previous, we've been teaching on it. listen, we got many more to come because... I am only on page. What page would I be on? Maybe, yeah, like 24 and I have 104 pages. (laughs) Oh, oh geez. (laughs) We've got a lot to say. And um, we're just, we want you to get it in you. Because when we follow the Word and the Spirit, we live God's best. Amen. The, the Spirit of God will lead us into healing. Yes. Yeah. The Spirit of God will lead us into prosperity. Yes. The Spirit of God will lead us into success in our business. He'll lead us into peace in our home. Yes. Um, he'll help us know how to apply the Word. Yes. He'll cause that Word, if I could say this, He'll quicken the Word to yes. us. Yes. That's right. Amen. Yes. And uh, He is our divine helper. If we didn't need divine help, God wouldn't have given it. Right. Right. And so because He gave us this divine helper, it's because we need Him. Yes. And uh, it matters how we host Him, how we treat Him, how we regard Him. If we, don't, if we give Him little place, then He has little opportunity to help. But if we'll give Him a large place in our attention, in turning toward Him throughout our daily life, He can help us at every place of life. I love something that Dad Hagen would tell us. He would say this, if you will teach people how to follow their spirits, you can help them in every arena of life. Amen. Amen. So the spirit of God, he just needs our cooperation. He needs us responding rightly to him. Amen. Amen. We've been looking at Romans chapter eight, verses 14 and, and 16. And I want to read those again to you. Romans 8 verse 14 says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So what's this verse telling us? We can expect as the children of God to be led by the spirit of God. God is committing himself that he will lead us by his spirit. It's not hoping we'll be led. He commits himself to lead us by his spirit. That means we can have confidence in that happening. Amen. Then verse 16 tells us how the spirit leads us. Uh How does the spirit lead us? It says the spirit itself or himself bears witness with our spirit. Well, what does that mean? Well, evidently it's easy enough to know that all of God's children can know it. Uh or God would not have chosen this way of leading his children if it weren't easy enough for all of his children. It's not hard to follow the spirit. It's not difficult. And, um, so that's what we've been talking about. Well, if the spirit of God, the way he leads us is by bearing witness with our spirit, what does that mean to bear witness with our spirit? Well, meaning this, do you have peace about it in your spirit? The Word tells us in Isaiah, they shall, you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. Yes. So we're to follow the peace that leads us. Yes. The Holy Spirit is going to lead us through peace. Yes. If you have peace about doing something in your spirit, regardless of what your mind's doing, yeah, even if there's turmoil or, or if I could say this, lots of questions Mm -hmm. in your mind. If you have peace about it in your spirit, that's enough to move ahead. Sometimes the spirit of God can be, you can have something in your spirit, but you know, it's not quite time for it. Amen. 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 Then don't act on it yet. Amen. But when you have peace about something, move ahead. You're safe in following peace, mm-hmm. even when you don't understand everything yes. about yeah. where you're being led. That's right. If you don't have peace about it, don't do it. Right. It's as simple as that. Yeah. In a nutshell, yeah. following the Holy Spirit is as simple. If you got, if you have peace about it, do it. If right. you don't have peace about it, don't do right. it. Yeah. And don't ever go against the peace. Right. That's right, right. Uh-huh. Amen. Amen. Don't ever go against it. Now, I want to read to you Again, Romans 8:16 says, the Spirit itself, or Himself, bears witness with our spirit. I like what the Amplified Translation. I want to go to the Amplified Translation of that verse. And it says, the Spirit Himself thus testifies together with our own spirit. So notice this: the Spirit of God uh, will assure us in our own spirit. So our the Spirit of God takes what he knows and he transmits or imparts that to our spirit. So So that our spirit is not, if I could say this on a different page than the Holy Spirit, he takes what he's endeavoring to lead us in and he part imparts that to our spirit. So that's what the amplified says. The spirit himself thus testifies together with our spirit. Look at the next two words, assuring us. Now that's what we're going to camp on. Assuring us, yeah. he assures us that we're the children of God. Yes. But since he assures us that we're the children of God, which is the greatest way that we, the greatest thing we can receive from God, mm-hmm. that's how he's going to lead us on every need. Yes. When it, when we needed salvation, we received, we received Jesus as our Savior. How did we know we we were born again? He assured us. Uh-huh right? He assured us in here. We just knew. We just knew. Somebody say, you're not saved. Too bad. I already know I'm saved. I'm assured. And you follow that assurance. Mm -hmm. Even if next, next week they offer an altar call to get born again, you don't need to answer it again. If you have the assurance that you're already born again, you don't answer the altar call day week after week after week. week. You follow the assurance. No, I'm assured I'm born again. Amen. 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 But the Holy Spirit the way, when He bears witness with our spirit, we're assured this is the direction to go. Yes. Now, I'm going to, as I said, I'm going to camp on these words, assuring us. Yes. When the Spirit of God is leading us, there's an assurance within. Without that assurance, don't move ahead. Yes. When He's leading us to go in a particular direction, we're sure. And even if somebody else says, I don't think you ought to do it, I'm sure I ought to. That's right. There's a certainty that stabilizes you Mm -hmm. in the face of that decision. Mm -hmm. We may not understand it all with our minds, Mm -hmm. but we and we may not even be able to explain to others why we know we should do this. Because sometimes we can't even explain it to ourselves, right? Right? Right. Right? Right. But there's an assurance. I should do it. Does the mind maybe quiver a little bit about that? Maybe let it, let it. The assurance is is the peace. You're, when there's peace, there's a there's a certainty, there's an assurance. If he's leading us not to go a particular direction, there's an assurance in our spirit. I shouldn't do that. No, that, that you need to take that job. You it's a it's a you know got a greater pay payoff it that greater benefits. Mm. If you're not sure in here, it doesn't matter what assurance is offered outside. That's right. yeah. Out here in the natural. Yeah, that's right. The assurance of better health, cover, health coverage uh-huh. or dental coverage yeah. or mm. pay increases or promises of promotion. If there's not assurance in here, nothing out here can replace that. That's right. That's right. Nothing else can substitute as assurance when you don't have it in here. Uh-huh. Amen. Sometimes someone decides what direction they want to go and then they say, God said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They label it as God leading them to do something. Be very careful. Be very careful against that. Mm -hmm. It takes an honesty and a sincerity. Did that come from me or did that really come from my spirit? Am I trying to persuade somebody by saying God said when God didn't say? One of the things that we're commanded in the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Well, people will say, well, that would mean don't use his name in an unholy manner, meaning don't join it with curse words, don't, right? And sometimes people think that that's all it means. Mm -hmm. Well, it would include that, you know, but to not use his name in vain, would be saying he said something when he didn't say it. Yeah. Right. We're applying his name to something right. to try to pass it off as, um, as, as a, as a agreement or yeah. direction that yeah. we have the agreement of God. Yeah. Be very careful yeah. about that yeah. because you don't want to start deceiving your own self right. yeah. in yeah. that, you know, um, if you have a sense, I'm, I'm led this way, mm-hmm. then you're perfectly fine. I have that sense in my spirit, that the okay. spirit of God's leading me that way. Yes. You can do that, but you don't have to use God's name to convince yourself. Right. Yeah. 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 That your plan is good. (laughs) You know what I mean by that? Because we can come up with something. We go, we want to do this. This seems good. This seems right. And we can get excited about something and then say, God told me. And then we go home, we tell our spouse and they go, ah, no, 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 no. Oh no, God said to try to get others on board. And even to try to get yourself on board and just saying God said won't even get your own spirit on board (laughs) because your spirit knows whether God said or not, right? And sometimes we can dupe ourselves up here mentally uh, by saying God said. Just because you got excited did not mean that that God was moving in that. But there again, sometimes we don't know we have to be taught. Yes. Amen. Amen. Uh, we must learn to follow our spirit and not just follow an excited plan, mm. That's good. That's right. not just follow zeal. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Well, yeah. you might like it, yeah. but that doesn't mean it, it issued from the place where life issues right. from, That's right. where your spirit is concerned. Now, listen, God gives divine ideas. I believe in that. I absolutely believe in divine ideas. Use your faith to receive them, call for them. I believe for divine ideas with your business, with your family, with how to handle situations. God will give you all kinds of divine ideas. You don't have to conjure up your own and then put his name on it. Right. He will give you divine ideas, right. but those divine ideas will come from in here. They won't come from a a well-worked plan uh-huh. yeah. to just get on paper and you know, pen and paper and just start writing out something and say, yeah, I don't know why this couldn't work and then call it God. That's not how it comes. It comes from here. It comes from here. How do we make ourselves more sensitive to the Holy Spirit who's leading us as we feed on the word because the Holy Spirit only ever leads in line with the word. He'll never lead us against the word. Mm -hmm. Um, Then also, as we take time to pray in the Spirit, we are communicating Spirit to Spirit with our Father. And that makes our Spirit more sensitive to His dealings with us. So take time to pray in the Spirit. If, If you say, I've struggled to really discern what the Spirit is saying to me, um, then take, t- take some time to pray in the Spirit. But can I say this? Even those who do not, who are not filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, can still be led by the Spirit. Yeah. Yes. Why? Because once they're born again, the Spirit of God dwells in every person who's born again. Yes. Being filled with the Holy Ghost, with spe- the evidence of speaking in tongues, as Acts chapter 2 talks about, does not give you more Of the Holy Spirit's leading. Uh The Holy Spirit's leading belongs to you because you're a son of God. Amen. 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 It's a right of sonship. But as we take time to speak in other tongues, it does assist us to recognize the Spirit leading. Amen. 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 I don't know if you remember Brother Hagan's testimony of how he was raised off of the deathbed. He was not filled with the Holy Ghost, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, yet the Holy Spirit dwelt in him Uh because he was born again. And it was the Spirit of God who would direct him into healing and led him... into the light of the word about healing and he is raised up off of the deathbed after 16 months. Why? The Spirit led him. Yes. Yes. Even though Brother Hagan was not at that time yes. filled with the Holy Ghost right. with the evidence of speaking in tongues uh-huh. as Acts 2 talks about. Uh-huh. So every believer yes. can follow the Holy Spirit. Yes. But being filled with the Holy Spirit makes that easier. on our part, not his part, but it makes us more sensitive to him. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're believing God, you say, I need a divine idea for my family, for my business, for my future. You don't have to come up with something. Take time to pray in the spirit and get from him a divine idea. And when it's a divine idea, say, God said, But don't say God said just because you're trying to convince someone that this is a good idea. (laughs) Even trying to convince yourself. Amen. Don't go to God. This is another thing about being led by the Spirit. Don't decide. Don't make a decision about something and then say, I'm going to pray. When you've already decided you're telling God, I don't need any further input. There have been times in, uh, I've been in the ministry almost 40 years now. And um, there have been times that people would say to me, "Um, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be moving to this state, taking this job. We just wanted to check with you and see what you think. (laughs) No, you're not wanting to to check with me. When you've already decided, you're telling whoever you're speaking to, we've come for your agreement. (laughs) We've not come for your input. We've come for your agreement. You know, God's the same way. When you decide something and then you say, I'm going to pray about it, Mm -hmm. then he, you, you very likely won't hear something different because you've already decided. Uh There have been many times, even in my pastoring of 25 years that people would say, um, pastor Nancy, what do you think about such and such? Well, you've already decided, Uh (laughs) you know, um, I appreciate that you're asking me, but it's asking a little late, you Uh know, I don't. You know, when they do that, I don't give them input. Uh-huh. Not, not because I'm offended. I'm not offended. Yeah. I just know they have already moved on past yeah. anything I might have to yeah. say yeah. when they've decided. Yeah. I had to learn that my own, in my own life yeah. because in my younger spiritual years, years ago as I was growing up, there are so many times I decide something and then I would talk to God about it and I wouldn't hear anything. Why? Because I've already decided. See, there's a, there's a, there's a, a, there is a spiritual etiquette. There is a spiritual etiquette. The Holy Spirit must be hosted right. Holy Spirit, these are my options. This is what I'm considering, but I want to know what you say before I even pull the trigger on a decision. But when somebody has told me, We've, uh, you know, we bought a house in another city. I've already taken a job, but we just wanted to check with you. No, you're not wanting to check with, <laughs> you know, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. But see, people will do that to God. And, and it's not about me. It's about don't do that to God yeah. because he won't say some things too because uh, he, he does not violate spiritual etiquette. Right. When you close the door to him, yeah. uh, when a, a, a decision made, is a finished room, meaning the door's closed on that. Uh And so um, to hear, go to him humbly, not dogmatic. Yes. And say this is what I'm, I'm deciding. This is what this is what I think ought to do. What do you think? No, no, that wrong wording, right. because right. there is a yeah. spiritual etiquette, and God yeah. won't God won't yeah. violate it. He's a perfect right. gentleman, right. Uh-huh. and just like I won't violate, if someone's wording is wrong to me, right. uh-huh. because i it's not my right. No. It, it is not my right mm-hmm. to say something other than what they've decided unless God would tell me to say something. But there have been times I knew people were, that's not gonna end up the best for them. And I didn't say it because they were not leaving the door open. And that's what, before we make decisions, open the door to God. Don't make the decision. The decision made is a closed door. And so this is why sometimes people say, you know, I want to follow the spirit, but how come I missed it in this? Did you leave the door open to him to talk to you about it? Or did you decide before you gave him the opportunity? No, well, I told him, you know, whatever. You know, he would say to me, yeah, but was the decision made when you said that already? Was the decision already made? There's a spiritual etiquette that we have to understand. And the Holy Spirit is a perfect gentleman. He won't force anything. No of what He has for us on us. He works at invitation. Listen, um, no one got born again until they invited Jesus in. He does not force His way into anyone's life, into anyone's heart. And if He won't force His way over the greatest need of mankind, which is salvation, He certainly won't force it over a moving decision or a marriage decision, a business decision. Amen. 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 And so when we we learn the etiquette of the Holy Ghost, what what an honorable, uh, what an honorable tenant. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. He dwells and he has the utmost etiquette. So we need to handle him and host him with that degree of honor that he moves in. Meaning, Father, before I make any decision, it matters to me what your input would be because You're always right. And so this is what I'm considering. And I look to your direction in my options. Or even are there different options that I don't even know about? You see, be open. That's what I'm saying. That's what all of that said (laughs) is be open. Don't be closed off by being Mm self-willed, already decided and closing the door and then then saying, well, I'm going to pray about it pray about it before you get settled because then you give yourself something to have to overcome. (laughs) What if, you know, if you decide and uh, what you have in your heart's different, you're going to have a little bit of a struggle. I I like to hear before I decide. That's that's the divine order. That's the proper order. Amen. Uh, Because we can't force our way into assurance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When the Holy Spirit leads us, uh, we can be assured that he's leading this way or that way. But if we have not even looked to our spirit, Mm -hmm. we cannot say I'm, I'm certain if we haven't even considered what the spirit of God would say. Mm -hmm. Um, years ago, someone had told me that they were going to move their family and start a certain business. And they didn't ask me. They were just letting me know that that's the choice they were making. Listen, people don't have to ask me. Not right. by any, I'm, I'm not anybody's Lord or Savior. No. Um, but I sensed in my spirit they were making a wrong decision. Uh-huh. And you say, do you sense that about everybody? No, they had been part of my congregation. Right. You see, as a pastor, I had a measure of oversight. That's why God let me know. You say, did you tell them? Well, I won't out and out tell someone unless the spirit of God tells me to, because it's not, I'm not the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. I am not the Holy Ghost. And it is not appropriate for me to try to be the Holy Ghost and lead people. Yeah. Right. Right. That is, that is inappropriate toward him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so just a short time before they were to make this move, um, we, I was around them and they said this statement, boy, I hope we're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. So that, there was my opportunity mm-hmm. and, I said, and I said this, I would not make a move hoping I'm doing the right thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. If yeah. I were you, so I'm not telling you what to do. Yeah. If I were you, why? Because when you're following the Spirit, there's assurance. Right. Yes. You're not just hoping mm-hmm. right. this is the right thing. Yeah. There's a certainty. There's an assurance. That's what you need to always know when I'm following the Holy Spirit. If I'm following peace, there's an assurance that this is the right direction. If I shouldn't go, I'm assured I shouldn't go that direction. But I will not just hope that I'm doing the right thing because I thought up something good and I want to make this move. I want to make this decision. Amen. Uh, when the Spirit leads you in a particular direction, you may not fully understand everything, yeah. but you will, you will still be assured that it's the right yes. direction. Yeah, Amen. Right. Amen. Amen? Some think that acting in faith is moving blindly ahead. When you're following the Spirit of God, you're not moving blindly ahead. You're moving ahead with assurance. Yes. There's no blindness in assurance. That's right. And that's very important to know. There is no risk in following the Holy Spirit because He's always right. Amen. Now, we might not follow Him rightly, but how He leads is always right. It's up to us to learn to follow accurately. And if there's any failure, it's because we didn't follow right, not because He didn't lead right. right. Amen. Amen. Well, this is part of the book that we're, we've been teaching out of following the Holy Spirit. We invite you to go, to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and you can order your copy today. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer, God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. In this important book by Nancy Defrain. Following the Holy Spirit, you will learn how to recognize and follow the leading of the Spirit and receive God's help in every arena of your life. Order this book now at Ministries.org. We will never receive from God beyond the measure of our response. In this book by Nancy Dufresne, she instructs us how to properly respond to God and the moving of His Spirit. Order this book now at Ministries.org. This is Pastor Nancy Dufresne inviting you to join us for our annual Ladies' Conference right here in Murrieta, California, October the 3rd through the 5th, Tuesday through Thursday. We invite you to go to our website at DufresneMinistries.org and get more information. We look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at defrayministries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Defray Ministries for making this production possible.